1: Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to Casting Crank Podcast. Today we have Billy Kellerman. Um, This is Billy's second time on. He was on, I'm going to say, gosh, 80 episodes ago. I'm not sure when it was, but you guys could look at the backlog and uh, find out when it was if you want to hear the full story from Billy. But this episode, we talked to him about his new boat, um, how the fishing has been with COVID in the beginning, and he was a, a captain, or he was a, I'm not sure how he did it all, but he, he did some other stuff along the way, and he answered a couple questions from uh, some of you guys. So it was, a, it was a fun episode. Thanks again, Billy, for the support and coming on in the beginning. Uh, thanks again for coming on this last time. Today, we are brought to you by Slade Day SoCal. Here's a little piece from them. We all know boat ownership is both a blessing and a pain. Unexpected costs, insurance, breakdowns, fuel, equipment are all the things to consider when buying your own boat. In Southern California, Slade's SoCal Center Console Boat Rentals offers us anglers a chance to experience running our own boat with the ease of knowing we don't have to deal with all the headaches. They have fully stocked 21 and 23 foot center consoles ready to head to the island. Following a hugely successful tournament last season, Slade A. SoCal is again hosting a CA Spiny Lobster Hoop Netting Tournament series. Beginning in Long Beach this October, join over 150 anglers this year at the kickoff event on October 24, 2020 out of South Shore's Queenway's launch. For just $130 per team, you could have a chance at over $4,000 in cash winnings and another $3,000 in high-quality raffle items from local companies. Head over to SlaydaySoCal.com to register for this event, or check out the boats that Slayday has to offer. All Slayday rentals include fuel for the day, 60 pounds of ice, navigation, sonar provided by Garmin touchscreen units. Slayday SoCal, your passion, your boat. Um, Ryan was also a guest on here and, uh, we talked about that. This is a while ago, same thing, but I am going to enter this one with, uh, Bobby Martinez and Daniel from Domeki. So it should be a fun one. We're also brought to you by California Marine Sanctuary Foundation. Um, here's a little piece from them. Conservation is a necessary stewardship of outdoorsmen. It's up to us. MPAs, know the boundaries. Save yourself the hassle of being ticketed. MPAs close some great fishing locations, but if you know how to fish the buffer zones, they can be very productive. Um, yeah, I mean, there's current MPA setup. up. I'm sure everyone knows where they are, and they're located in PV and South Orange County. But there is some good fishing to the edge that I've experienced on some of those. Also, with surf fishing, has been a big thing for me, or shore fishing. Um, I'm going to try to get a, uh, biologist in that someone referred to me on a phone interview, but that did a lot of studying on Calico, I think for like a year, but we'll see if I can get that going. But yeah, um, if you can, if you post a good Calico picture, a picture tag, California MPAs, uh, Calif MPA. I appreciate that. And, uh, this is the end of the month. So this is your last chance to sign up for Patreon. If you haven't already, you have a chance at getting a PIS. Uh, custom bait package which includes two shirts launch mob shirt i think uh, buff stickers and a bait so for details check that out in the um i guess you could look on itunes or wherever you download it there's a little a link in there you click on the patreon cast and crank and it'll tell you what um what you can uh, how you can enter also uh if you fill out that doc on the top of the page in the bio on instagram uh, which is some questions for demographics for the podcast You have a chance at winning a Daiwa Alexa 300 and a crap load of Bass Tricks lures. So check that out as well. Next week we have, sound like I was singing, well, (laughs) fucking idiot. Um, Next week we have Matt McGone. I think that's how you say his name. If I fucked it up, my bad, Matt. Uh, But from Last Chance Tackle, this was a great one. We had a blast. It was like two hours. Lots of comedy in this one. He's a great guy. So uh, if you can do uh, me a favor for the podcast, please go give a five-star review on iTunes and leave a positive review. Other than that, see you guys next week. All right, we're going. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. We have round two with Billy K. Billy's a, uh, gosh, you did an episode about a year and a half ago, I'm going to say. It's been that long, huh? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Big supporter of the podcast, man. And... uh, you got something new going on.
0: Yeah, we uh I guess the last time I was here I just announced I got a new Parker, a second yes. one in the fleet and then uh, now I'm here with another new boat. Got a Freeman, yeah. you know. So That's a uh, fucking huge boat. Oh bro. man, that thing's <laughs> a monster, man. I mean, out of the water it's a monster, but yeah. you know when it's in the water it doesn't look too bad, you know, but Man, that boat is a beast, man. How quick are you getting to Clemente? Uh, about an hour and 10 minutes or so. No way. Yeah, an Smooth, hour to the front huh? side and then an hour, you know, 10, 15 minutes to the back. We normally cruise around like 55, 56 miles per hour. And it just eats up that chop with that catamaran all, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's dry too for a center console. Yeah, So
1: definitely. Um, let's play high or low with the price. Um,
0: okay, why don't you start and I'll say <laughs> high or low. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um... Three. Higher. Five. Lower. And we'll leave it right there. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. And the crazy I mean, that's a great deal. Yeah. I got a really good deal on it. And uh, actually, you know, just to be very open with you, I've actually ran this boat before. It was actually the first Freeman on the West Coast. Okay. And these guys actually uh, own a restaurant chain. And some of you guys may know it's called the Boiling Crab. Yes. Um, So, yeah, I met them a couple years ago and uh, had the opportunity to, to teach them, to show them how to fish. You know, they really didn't know how to do anything. And uh, to get these boats, it's about a three-year wait list right now, like 10000 deposit, three-year wait list. That's to get a new one? To get a new one. Okay. Um, There's very few used ones on the market at all, especially like um, the 34, which is like the most economical size, you know? That's what size you have? 34? 34, yeah, 34. And it's their turn to buy a newer, bigger one. So they called me up first. And uh, they gave me the opportunity to buy it, and they're very grateful for the things that I've taught them over the years, and, and to be patient, and you know, to teach them through the process. And you know, They're catching fish now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, so uh, we're, we got the opportunity to buy it.
1: How much gas is that thing use? Take- Dude,
0: <laughs> at, it doesn't like slow. Really? Yeah, it doesn't like slow, but generally, anything over 35 miles per hour, it's only a mile per gallon. it's
1: so not it, bad. It's
0: not all. bad at all. Definitely not bad at all. So you have the two parkers running still too yeah we do you know it's just kind of a weird transition right now because it's a new boat in the middle of the season um i was already fully booked you know maybe by like may or june i was already done for the whole season and then now we got this new boat and we're trying to do some conversions and and you know what we're, we have we had some bad weather lately mm-hmm. or a slew of bad weather and now we can take you know passengers on the new boat because the new boat just handles weather so nice, you know what I mean. Oh, so you're
1: if you have some days that you're like we wouldn't go out in the Parker.
0: Absolutely, you just take out the take the Freeman. Oh, nice. And that's already happened a couple times. And oh, you're just you know? giving them the deal because it's going to be more expensive. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it is more expensive. You know, I kind of try to give them a break. You know, yeah. I get it. The new boat is more expensive, but you know, mm-hmm. operations more expensive. Um, it's a unique experience. You know what I mean? It's not a Parker experience. You know, it, it's to be able to ride one of these Freeman boats. You know what I mean? comfortable fast you know and i always tell people there's there's one thing money can't buy Mm -hmm. do you know what that is i don't time right time you ever seen that movie no
1: i haven't with justin timberlake no i haven't you work for time the movie it's called i think it's out of time it's called it and uh, you work for time and it's like how much time you have is how rich you are
0: you know? Absolutely. So yeah. when I we started doing the logistics and calculations, you know, and then you know I partnered up with, you know, my my second partner or second captain Chuck Newberry. Okay. And uh time Dude, I got to spend more time with my kids at home. So, what does the charter take you to run now? Like, if you get on fish, you're like, "Um, we got them." Yeah. So, and you so I just get back quicker. Yeah. So far, I mean, like, um, I get to run with you know help now because okay. normally I run by myself on the Parker. Yes. Um, occasionally I bring help, you know, Jonathan or Nelson or a deckhand or something like that. But for the most part, you know, I, I handle things pretty pretty well on my own. But now with this boat, I get to bring up help every single time you have to have because the boat's so fucking yeah Yeah, and and it's so different for me to have help and 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 to be so efficient and and we've been catching more fish faster in a shorter period amount of time Mm -hmm. and then clients are just like okay yeah i mean dude three four that's more than enough so let's let's just (laughs) go home so like okay let's go you know you know like
1: i'm i the only trip i've been on was with Mm duane and uh we were limited out quick and i'm like I like I'm I'm like you with time yeah when I go out it's like a four hour morning trip I can if I catch catch a couple of big calicos cool I'm in I'm yeah. stoked and I'm like you I'm like I don't need to take that whole day because I'm I, I need to get back home I just have to because of the kids or whatever it yeah might be, you know like, and
0: don't get me wrong I don't mind staying out late yes. I don't mind running the whole duration of the trip you know but now like we're just seeing like guys are saying you know what enough is enough you know what I mean? Four fish, five yeah. fish. Like, what are we gonna do with all this fish? You know what I mean? Oh, I
1: mean, you're ca- and you're not just catching any fish. You're catching all big, big bluefin tuna. Big bluefin. Yeah, very,
0: very fortunate on that. You know, what's the
1: biggest so far this year?
0: You know what? I'll be very honest with you. Um, I haven't caught a lot of big ones this year. And by big ones, I'm referencing is probably over 300 pounds. Because yes. we've been seeing a lot of like common 200s. I'd say my biggest one this year. And hey, I'm just being open. It was like 304, 303, and that's tape. That's not that's not weighed, So technically, it probably doesn't count. But I'm not afraid to shy away from that, you know? But yeah, but we've caught a lot of fish this year. A lot Have of you, fish. When's the
1: last time you've gone out to fish on your own? Not, as, not a charter. Just saying, hey, Billy wants to fish today. I'm going to go fishing. One time
0: this year, one of the first trips during that COVID. And, you know, speaking of that, uh, there's been something that one of your previous um, guests on the show, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, he mentioned something about being able to call a friend and that friend or whatever is always down to to do whatever to go fishing for trout, bass, big fish or whatever. And they're just friends and they're down to go. And and, and that resonated a lot with me because I've lost that. You don't feel like you have that anymore. I don't really because, because I'm so booked with fishing. It's it's fully booked. There's so. No- do you
1: feel like you you've lost the your uh, passion? Not you. You're a businessman, so I, I get that, and I'm on the same level of views like where. I get, you 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 gotta do what you gotta do to provide for your family, so you're busy and you're thinking about one thing is getting your clients on fish because that's what you care
0: about. No, I've definitely not lost the passion. Okay. I've definitely not lost passion. Not the passion, but do you miss the,
1: okay, not lost it, do you miss that passion of like, you going out with your boy and being
0: like, yeah, let's, you know, let's go have a couple white claws, bro, and (laughs) yeah, you know, I just, (laughs) because I've been running so hard for the past like three years, you know what I mean? I just, you know, I, I just kind of forgot what that felt like, you know. But sometimes. How was that day you went out where you kind of like, this is so different? It's different. It's relaxing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, who cares if we don't catch? You know what I mean? We're just out here to have a good time. But then on the same note, you know, I've been able to, you know, build relationships with hands and, and friends, you know, and Jonathan and, and Chuck or whoever, yeah. Nelson, you know, and, and I get to enjoy the day with them. You know what I mean? And we crush it, you know, and then catching fish is still fun. So Yes. So every day, believe it or not, till this day, every single fishing trip. Feels like I've never caught one. That's how way it should feel, though. Absolutely. Like so every I'm, time I'm I like
1: I, like I tell people, every time I catch a fish, I fucking flip out. It could be a three pounder. I'm still stoked as fuck. Like you know, like so. It's like you gotta have that that yeah. love and that uh, excitement in
0: the the know? hunt. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, like yes. you know, waking up in the morning or driving the boat, and you're like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna get one today. I gotta go find it. You know what I mean? Yes. You gotta go search for it. You know. But uh, given the proper you know situation or, or you know given the right time and, and being able to capitalize on it you know it makes it you know super exciting.
1: Yeah, no, but that's that's cool. Something cool to hear because that's all you do right now. So it's hard. It's it, you don't have that time to break to go. Hey, let me take some time. Yeah. Even with the COVID, did you take the kids out fishing at all?
0: You know what? I didn't. Surprisingly, you know, because the COVID stuff. There's was other like, shit
1: you're probably doing with the
0: kids. Like we we were know. we were scared. You know, I'm not going to lie. You Did know you what I get mean? It
1: For the beginning, were you yeah. For the like, beginning, okay. yeah.
0: I mean, we were shocked. I mean, first off, we were shut down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then it's like, oh man, like what do we do with these charters? Because we don't get a makeup days. You know, no, like uh, no, you lose no. them. You know what I mean? And um, I just had to adapt and try to find different ways to make money. You know, yes. I mean, I remember before I was doing seminars, right? So the seminars, you know, provided pretty decent revenue. But now with, so I mean, you couldn't even meet. You know, you can't have any gatherings, let alone social distance gatherings. You know, yes. in like that. February, March, April, May area. So what I did was I had a list of emails, you know, and I started to call everyone and email everyone and tell them, hey, you know what, Um, I have a little bit of extra time. If there's anything I can help you with personally, uh, whether it's your gear, your tackle or, or anything that I can help you with, you know, I'm here for you, you know. So then guys started to reach out, and they started to order stuff, and they started to, you know, want to learn more about this stuff. And then I ended up getting more new clients and a lot of orders. And then I'm like, wait a minute, there's starting to be an uptick in uh, the e-commerce sales. Yeah, right. You know, so I was like, huh, maybe because everyone's at home more and and just not being able to get out, you know. Mm -hmm. So then I started to focus my attention more on on the e-commerce side of just being able to specialize in, like, big bluefin stuff. You know what I mean? mean, It's what I like to do, and, you know, there's a void of guys wanting more information and where to buy the gear, what type of gear, like how do we rig it you know, and all that stuff. So that e-commerce side just completely blew up both in the membership side and, you know, in the, the product side. Mm-hmm. And then came the guide side because now we couldn't run charters and, but you could be a guide and go help other people and show people, you know, how to do oh, stuff. Oh
1: yeah. Because you were doing that for a minute because you couldn't take your boat out.
0: Correct. Okay. So there's there's just other ways of looking at things and, and and just adapting, you know what I mean? Like, you know, given the situation, just adapt and, and try to do the best you can, you know? And uh started running a lot of boats. And then, like, we started getting booked up. So I started booking up, you know, Jonathan, Chuck and everything to, you know, go into people's boats, whether it's to show them how to, you know, fish. Is Jonathan fish.
1: a captain also? On no, boat? he's
0: a guide. For you? Yeah. Or for himself. He does it for no, himself. No, no, but
1: you you use him. You'll use him from time to time. To yeah, run yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, um, we started doing that, um, just finding different avenues, you know what I mean? I mean, I get it, like, for some of the commercial guys where they couldn't sell fish, you know, to restaurants or stuff like that. I mean, restaurants were shut down. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you got to adapt. There's different things to do, you know? Like, there, there's a if large... If you were a commercial guy,
1: what would you do when that shut down?
0: Okay, there's a couple things I would do. I mean, I'm just talking out loud, you no, know? No,
1: yeah, and that's what I want to know is, like, you know, maybe... Maybe these guys aren't – you have a different mind maybe than a a commercial guy where you have a business mind. You know what I'm saying? Well – Where you've done a lot business-wise. So maybe you could give us an insight on like what – My personal
0: thoughts on commercial guys is all of them, you know, are – exceptionally great fishermen mm-hmm. they're they're very skilled at what they do yeah and right now there's a large group of you know boaters that may not be as good not nearly as good you know what I mean? Yes. I mean let's just be honest you know so there's a void where you can help people you know be a guide run other people's boats you know teach them how to do this you know if you want do you have to get another license to be a guide if you you're do a commercial fisherman? you do okay. yeah there, there is a guide license okay. that you, you buy through the department of fishing yeah Gator. yeah so, yeah, there's um, that's one avenue of doing it, mm-hmm. um, you know, reaching out to clientele to see if, you know, if there's ways you could help people. You know, I've always had this belief that the more you help others get what they want, the more you'll get what you want. So, the more people I've helped, you know what I mean, obviously, it helps me financially and reach my goals, you know what I mean? But there's just a big market of of guys wanting to learn this. And, and I'm merely just speaking in terms of like the big bluefin stuff, which is what I'm most familiar yes. with, you yes. know?
1: And even watching, like, uh, I'll watch Ralph's uh, YouTube series. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude's fucking, like, so motivated.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> You is, know what I'm like? Know? And
1: it's not even my realm, like, where I'm, I, I, Ralph's a great guy. Awesome. I got to get him on the podcast. But I'm uh, I'm watching his series, and I'm like, this fucking guy's motivated as shit. You know, like, yeah, and he's it's selling crazy to, apparel. like. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? And so it's crazy
1: to be like, go, go, go. And I'm, I'm not like that. Yeah, I'm barely starting to be more, you know, into it. It's like, and I get it, man. Like sometimes,
0: like putting yourself out there, it's like awkward, it's hard, or whatever. But you know, what? you got to adapt, man. You know, you got to change to to what the times are calling. I mean, look at restaurants now with like outdoor dining. You know, they're they're just trying to make it happen and just trying to adapt. And I get it. it. It sucks, you know, but. I think as fishermen, I think, you know, good fishermen are really good at adapting in terms of like reading conditions, you Mm -hmm. know, seeing what's going out in the water, you know, like currents, tides, temp breaks and all that stuff. But if we can maybe apply that mindset a little bit more on the entrepreneurial side, I think they'll do exceptionally well.
1: The uh, next year you're going to run all three boats or just
0: two? You know, I haven't even thought that far yet. You know, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to build a big fleet. You know, Um, I really like what I do with my private clientele. I've noticed um, year after year after year, I'm getting more of the regular clients. You know, Um, every person that's been on the Freeman wants to book again the Freeman. Um, You know, I think 90 percent return rate. You know what I mean?
1: And the being comfortable like in a boat is like like I had for instance like my I have a 17 foot aluminum I'm working on right now. My wife rode in that with my buddy Seth. Yeah. And we were in a... Uh, I was in a 19-foot um, whaler. Yeah. And she's flipping out because my 17-footer does not take the waves. we were filming, this is like a while ago. Yeah. And she jumps out, gets into the 19-foot whaler, and goes, Why the fuck didn't you buy this boat? And I go, If you would have told me I could fucking buy the boat, I would have bought... You know, like, it's... Comfort- being comfortable is like yeah. a completely different thing. I- I'm the same way. Like... I don't like getting beat up going to the fucking island. Yeah, and then, you know what I'm saying like uh, hey you can call me a fucking pussy cause I am
0: <laughs> yeah and that's where like you know lately with driving both boats you know like the Freeman ride's so nice you know what I mean and, and even watching the videos how smooth it is you guys are going oh right? it's just it cuts yeah. through water you know I mean we almost call it like the honey badger it just doesn't give a fuck about weather you know what I mean it just <laughs> right, just pounds right through it you know I mean, not, not even pounds it just kind of cuts right through yeah, it yeah you know? it looks like it it definitely looks it's like it it's just a very very different boat you know I mean first it started out with this one and then I remember um talking to one of my other clients you know uh, rich and uh rich said how are you guys getting back so fast and i was like oh yeah you know we're on this boat called the freeman and then he's like well i want one i was like well okay and, you know he tries to contact freeman and then finds out the three-year wait list and he's like damn it so he finds another one and then uh, we fly out together to florida to go test drive you it
1: you fucking want him to go buy a freeman
0: yeah <laughs> that's pretty fucking crazy and it's all like within one week you know what i mean of like hearing about it yeah yeah he buys it okay same thing 34 no 37 oh, with, with shit. the seven marine outboards have you heard of those seven marines no what is it it's a supercharged outboard i think the biggest outboard high horsepower that they how make. many does he have on two it? two so there's 627 horsepower each and know? what do you have on yours i have two yamaha 350s so i do about 55 and in that one i think we did about 68 was the the top speed that we saw did you go a Clemente in it yeah we did how long did it take you under an hour Oh, fuck, dude. So, and, and the ironically, the name of that boat was called Stealing Time. Because, it's, dude, because, it is. <laughs> because you understand, you know, like, yeah. I mean, things are different now. They're busy, you know what I mean? And some guys, you know, entrepreneur guys or, or business owners, they don't have a lot of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't have time with really, the multi-days, the overnights. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want to get out get in go home get it done so this
1: dude was the same way when he rode on that boat he's like yeah this is it's incredible he's this like is I, what i gotta do I, i've never rid
0: anything on it and yeah. then it turns out last year he sells the boat and then buys a bigger one so he bought the 42 freeman oh my God. so there's a 42 freeman out here in the west coast wow so i'm telling you you know we're, we're starting this trend of these catamarans these go fast you know these center consoles What's the smallest freeman they sell I think a 29, but I don't think they make those anymore. Okay. I, I haven't even seen one. I, and then what, what size Parkers do you have? 23s. 223s? 223s. Uh, where'd you get those from? Uh, Kevin Kelly. You know, like okay. I've worked with Kevin Kelly, and, and I work with him with What's selling Parkers. What's the name Parkers. of his Marine? Uh, West Coast Marine. West Coast Marine, okay. Yeah, I think there's two Parker dealers, West Coast Marine and uh, Next Level Parkers up in Oxnard. But down here is a West Coast Marine, everyone goes there. West Coast there. Marine, okay. yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I've been working with Parker and selling boats and even for this year I work with them in selling boats too and, and that's been an exceptional year. I'm so sure. you you'll refer the,
1: the boat to your like people that are part of your program. You'll be like, "Hey, if you want to get a boat,
0: this is what I suggest." And you'll kind of tell them. Absolutely. Where to go. I think, you know, like for a starter boat or for yeah. a first-time boat, I think it's a pretty economical I think it's a great start in terms of like room, you know, multi purpose with your family, yeah, you know, take it, a little cabin, yeah. you know, it's got it's got nice space, you know, mm-hmm. it's affordable. It's not too out of the ballpark, but it's also, you know, not too cheap, you know, but it just kind of fits the bill for a lot of different, pro- you know, a lot of families or programs. It's I mean, like a
1: serious, serious angler with uh, a family.
0: Yes. <laughs> and, and that's why you see so many of these operations run parkers, you know, because, yeah, I mean? yeah. you know, they're nice. But I, I think, over the next couple of years, we're going to maybe see a transition to more center consoles, you know? You think so? I think so. I think so. You know, like... Just make it easier to get in the front. and Go in, go out. Yeah. yeah but also depends, too, in terms of, like, you know, how I'll well be, they ride. Yeah, how big they are. If they're 32 feet long. Up to the- <laughs> yeah, I think I saw a, a new one. I think... Uh, God, I think Captain Beak, Brandon Nelson or something down mm-hmm. south. He's got a... And, man, I'm sorry if I'm saying your boat wrong, brother. I think it's a contender... <laughs> I think, God, I don't know. But, I mean, he's got triple outboards, you know, 35. Wow. Oh, yellowfin, okay. yellowfin. Yellowfin. Um, triple outboards. And, man, it's a go-fast boat. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, I know Ali. Ali started this, you know, a couple years ago, too, with the Andros. And He's building um, a new one right now, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that brand is god i'm horrible names i don't right remember now. we just had him on the podcast too so. yeah and uh <laughs> yeah he's running these you know triple outboards yeah. you know go fast boats you know so uh, it's just interesting to starting to see a little bit different of a transition in terms of uh different options for boats you know what i mean i'm not saying parkers are bad or anything i'm just saying the, it's just uh, different. What
1: just what's the benefit like the uh center console to you? Is just being able to walk in the front makes a big deal
0: i don't think that makes too big of a deal i just think the time you know what i mean because a lot of these fish you know, they're far runs you know what i mean mm-hmm. Uh, we're going 60 miles, 70 miles, sometimes 75, 75 is kind of like my threshold because you got to understand as a captain, we're only allowed to be in the water 12 hours. Okay. Um, when you pick up passengers, that probably takes like 15, 20 minutes, you know, by the time you get out of the Harbor, you're already 45 minutes and then you take three hours to get to the grounds. So that's about four hours of, of initial travel and then call it four hours coming back. That's eight hours. You got four hours to fish. How long does it run in the
1: parker to San Clemente? Uh,
0: like two and a half, two on a good day to the front side. Oh, and then another dude. like 45, you know, to get to the back. Or depending where and you're, you're fishing. you're
1: saving that much time. You're saving two,
0: yeah. two and a half hours a day. So you get more fishing time, you know what I mean? The, the whole nine yards. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, as, as a as a charter guy, I mean, we only get four hours to capitalize. Four or five hours. And sometimes, I mean, I, I look at like those overnight boats or multi-day boats or commercial fishermen that stay out there for days i'm like damn man i mean they they must if i catch you know a couple during my short time they must be killing it you know what i mean and and it's good because you know from all these posts that i'm seeing from all these four-pack operators, everyone's doing well you know i mean from Dwayne to brandon to west to Mm -hmm. uh, west i mean dude everyone's doing well you know i mean it's it's good to see like you know it flourish
1: it's looking good right now Yeah, yeah definitely everyone's doing really well yeah yeah
0: I mean, I know I push guys out that way because, I mean, we're fully booked yeah. and since early, you know what I mean? Who do you usually push it to if, you, if you're if you booked up? Whoever's available. I, yeah. I, I kind of just, you know, give them some options, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's but, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Dwayne's got a second guy. I forgot his name, but he's, he's killing it. He's doing yeah. a great job, you know what I mean? I've seen him last year. He, he, um, uh, who else? Who else is doing really well? Uh, there, there's new guys in the scene, you know what I mean? Like uh, Darren from Fresh Bait. He's catching some good fish. Gosh,
1: he's, yeah, I met him at PCS, I think. Yeah he's uh you know darren right yeah
0: you worked with him before yeah yeah okay yeah i've met him before so yeah i mean the the there's room for growth there's new guys coming in and i don't shy away from it you know what i mean do they're, you they're
1: think that the um the more new guys you get coming in does it affect the industry at all for you
0: um, or maybe
1: for everyone in general
0: honestly like i just kind of focus on me you know okay. what I mean? Like, You I have know,
1: blinders on your thinking. You just go straight ahead and just what I'm doing is what I'm doing. Yeah, I just focus on me okay. and my
0: program. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot of drama in regards to like what I do, the services I provide. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just focus on me, man. I mean, that's all I have time for. I mean, I'm constantly working, you know. Even the minute from when the boat hits the dock, I text my clients. I answer emails. I make sure my orders are ready. You know, I, I call, you know. Are help. you a
1: one-man show, too, so you don't have, like, your wife helping or nothing?
0: My wife helps. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I think you when You got to give her some fucking credit, Billy. Come on. Ah, dude, she's amazing, man. <laughs> with with kids and everything and with homeschool and all that stuff. Right? I feel bad. Don't get me wrong. Hey, I feel, have feel bad. have you tried to fuck with the homeschool at all? Ah, dude, I feel so bad, man. Dude, I You know, hate. it's, it's, and my kid's in pre-K, like pre-K, you know, the, the teacher tells him the first day, "Hey, you have any questions? Send him an email." I'll, email? He doesn't even have an email account. He doesn't even know his alphabet. Yeah. You know, he doesn't even know how to type. What
1: the fuck you want him to do? You know, like
0: yeah. I'm, then, I
1: I'm my my oldest is sixteen, and I always have to bust the door down. Wake up! It's fucking eight fifteen. You're late again. Oh my god! It's yes, like they're so just so man. used to. And I'll walk in there and think he's not on school. Fucking things! He's under the covers and he's got
0: the fucking thing on with his hat on. You know, it's <laughs> tough. So I mean, but, you know, big props to her. You know, like, I appreciate everything she does for me and, and holds the yeah. floor down, and and she tries to take over the orders, you know. And then I I do have like hired help now too. You know, that takes care of some of the orders, oh, the shipping, do. the okay. logistics. You
1: know, how so the e-commerce? Are you doing like a full-on, like a bluefin tackle
0: shop kind of? Yeah, it's you just, are. It's it's only e-commerce, you know. So it's not you can meet me up unless you're picking something yeah, up. And most yeah, yeah. it's all it's all it's all bluefin. Yeah, and, and maybe there's. Pff, 15 products you know what i mean yeah yeah so do you uh have you
1: used that new immortal flyer i have not really i have not i just seen a lot of people using it. And i was wondering how it works
0: um i don't know how well it works you know yeah. I, I don't have enough experience to comment on it it looks pretty cool mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm, I'm sure it would you know I, I don't see why not yeah um i just don't have uh you know any comments on it because i personally never held one and yeah. I, I haven't used one so no yeah. agreed agreed but good on them you know yeah. for uh guys that are starting it up and you know
1: yeah, because you have you use the what?
0: Yummy? No, I use the uh, like G flies. You know the 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 dead flying fish. Yes, yeah. that's all you use predominantly. Yes. Okay. Great, great.
1: Um, let's get into some questions, dude.
0: Let's go. Okay.
1: All right. Gotta pull the phone out, and we'll start with my boy T Fish's question first. Let's find it. It is, uh, there has been a debate in marketing that negative publicity is still good for business. It was even mentioned by Trump during the initial campaign. Uh, With obvious hate, do you feel like the negative publicity has helped your business grow? Also, do you feel like your targeted demographic is different from those of the traditional sport fishing side? And that's from my boy T.
0: So, great question. Um, I would say that it's definitely helped me. But it also has grown like more of like a hate group, you know what I mean? in terms of like guys who don't like me, they just automatically kind of associate and gravitate towards that. But on the same note, I've gained so many new clients from that post because you know guys will eventually go click on my page and then they'll see my post, and then they'll see it's all relatively positive stuff, and I never call anyone out or do anything negative on there. Mm-hmm. And then some of these guys will start talking to me, and I'll respond and, you know i mean i'm just like one of you guys you know i just talk chat you know if i have time you know what i mean and and help guys out and help answer questions and then i tell them what i do and my services and they sign up um guys book me for charters you know they, they become platinum members you know i mean it's been all positive for me at least you know yeah but of course you know i deal with that backlash with that hate side but you know it is did what you it get is. that with your uh, fitness thing too at all no fitness was completely <laughs> different <laughs> Like, I like night and day. I don't think I had one, like one negative thing about fitness, you know? And again, like the whole thing about my website, I was in fitness with a membership website. Okay. And then when I got back into fishing, I, I told you, you know, like, you know, after I lost everything and then, you know, we lost our child and, and my dad brought me back into fishing. And, uh, when I started doing well, you know, guys would message me and would say, Hey, where'd you go? And I said, well, you know what? If you help chip in for my gas, cause I had to go searching, you know, like, I'll tell you where I went and then guys were like, okay, well, where do we send the money? I was like shit okay well dude if you're gonna help me then I'll help you right you know and yeah. then I already had the complete business model already you know with the whole format you know with my web guy and everything so we just converted it and you know took the opportunity that's yeah that's a that's a different
1: thing because no one was doing it I mean well 976Tuna
0: well, and Fish Dope Fish Dope Fish Dope I mean they're all membership websites but they're great websites but on the same note it wasn't something like as personable exactly. you know what I mean like yes. if you're emailing you're, you're probably talking to like customer support but when it's mine it's just me you know like I, yeah. I answer all the emails yeah. I, I respond to everybody you know and and i share with them my tactics because there's I mean?
1: other dudes that do the same fucking thing right?
0: dave dave hansen does it dave now
1: hansen fresh water you got oliver um i'm sure there's more Freshwater water uh, yeah that i think uh,
0: oliver has that A uh, what's that other pay site too um gosh i forgot what it's called but patreon patreon yeah that's what i do yeah
1: i, I mean, do the same thing but i i do uh you pay five bucks, you get a chance at winning. Like this month, it's a piss swim bait, big swim bait, um, and it's just like more of like, hey, I'm not saying I'm not going to put the fucking podcast out. It's more of like, hey, if you like the podcast, donate five bucks a month. That's all. If you can't afford it, I don't give a shit. Nope. just fucking keep listening to it. You know, like, and my gripe has always been, not my gripe. Well, I guess when we've talked about with this with other guests, I don't give a fuck what you spend your money on. I don't yeah. give a fuck what anyone spends their money on. Now, we'll get into more questions, but just in that particular subject, it's like if you want to spend your money on, like, fucking hookers and blow, that's your money. I don't give a shit. If you want to spend it on a guy that might show you how to fish some stuff, go ahead. There should be no, you know, like, okay. And I shouldn't get mad at that guy that paid that because who knows. He That's the way the route he wanted to go, and that was my – my uh so maybe i'll do my question next this is what question i have for you since we're talking about it and when we talked with cameron and and uh jay i said you know what do i do if i'm if i don't know anything like i'm a noob i know nothing and you know i said i come to you that's what i would do because i don't fucking know anything i bought a parker i might not know anyone i have a friend that just bought a 17 outrage and we're working I'm helping him. He's my best friend. I grew up with, so of course I'm not showing.
0: And again, like that's why I think there's so much room in my space. You know what I mean? Like everyone could be, you know, their own person or persona, which they already are. Yes. And the cool thing about fishing is everyone carries a different skill set. Yes. That that are you know you can share with if you want to. You know what I mean? There's room and there's space for it. You Mm -hmm. know. Um, And yeah, for someone who's brand new, I would definitely you know look at my website because I'll walk you through it. You know, Um, you know the things I don't agree is like you're not going to learn this on a sport boat. You know, like a deckhand who's been running, you know, five, six days isn't probably in the best mood to, to be in a tutorial mode to yeah, show explain, you how to do this, you so, know?
1: Yeah, explain kind of, I mean, people listen to this before, but explain what you would do different than if you could go on a sport boat, kind of like giving a comparison. So,
0: so there's a couple ways. I mean, you know, you can always go to a tackle shop mm-hmm. and a tackle shop could walk you through it. But as you know, tackle shops have been very busy lately, you know, with COVID and everything's been doing really well. So you may not get the attention or the answers that you want. Um, you know, you can reach out to other captains if you want. I just don't know how many of those guys are as receiving. Um, I get it. Their time is valuable. They're busy. You know what I mean? Um, there's and at the
1: same time, who's going to want to, who's going to want to give you any information if you don't want to book a charter?
0: Absolutely. You know, yeah. t- time is money, yeah. you know? And then there's my website where there's like tutorial videos. There's um, different levels of service, whether you want a more personal help of, you know, getting my personal cell phone number. Um, uh, dude, guys, you know, will ask me a question, and I'll make a a private one minute video of like how I rig stuff or how I do something or explain it, you know, one on one, you know, as a captain to be able to, to share with them. You know, I just can't see someone who's wanting to learn to text a captain of a, a big charter boat and get a reply at eleven p.m. or midnight or six a.m. or, or you know, they're short on gear and need to the borrow something. And
1: the thing that I would be is like, how do I learn how to if I wanted to fish a kite and a flyer? And I know I could look at YouTube, but maybe I want I'm a hands on guy like. I am like that when I build something, yeah, so, so then I, I p- need to see it. So like I get the difference where you're paying for something because I need to see it. I need to feel it. I need to look at it. You know? So
0: that's like, when before COVID, you know, I was doing seminars, mm-hmm. like in-person seminars yeah. where I'd walk people through it. I'd help them stay. I always stay like two, three hours after the seminars just to help every individual, you know, question that they may have. And then I do the guide trips where I go in your boat and I walk it through. We We work on it together um i build a priest the same thing you know to yeah. help guys you know get tuned in um, i know dave hansen's been out, out of town you know but he has this whole video series on how to help you too it's such a small handful what three four maybe five guys that do this but there's hundreds of guys that are wanting to learn yeah so that, that's one thing that other people could do too It's just you know but but i get it you know the fishing stuff is weird some people are really secretive and, and want to hold it to themselves and and some people like myself are willing to share you know what i mean so it's just Kind of depends how you want to go at it, you know.
1: Yeah, here's here's my question. So we get to that um, when we talk to them, you know, he, they kind of have their 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 points of view, mm-hmm. and one point of view that they had, and I I'm what I want to know too is like when you train, okay, there's etiquette, there's fishing etiquette, uh, you know, on the water way you're supposed to run up to the foamer, whatever it might be. I'm barely learning that a little bit since I've been going out more with friends, you know, and I'm not very experienced on the offshore stuff. I know a lot from talking to people. So my question to you is when you take someone out and kind of show them the ropes, um, do you show them etiquette? And secondly, do you like check up with these dudes? Like what if you like had a guy that used your name? So like this is where it would bug me is like if someone was like Billy showed me how to do everything and they went and fucked something up and they're like, well, Billy showed me that would fucking piss me off.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? I would agree with you. You know, but sometimes etiquette is, is such a sensitive subject because yes. there's no book on etiquette, there's no rules on etiquette, there's no there's no online guide on etiquette. You know, I can only and when I'm with you know one of my clients, I'm only with them for like four hours on the grounds. Yes, you know, like you can't teach everyone. Everything in four hours, you know, let alone setting up the kite, rigging bait, you know, like looking for fish, you know, looking at through the binos, fish, working on their fish finder, you know, all that good stuff. You know, I tell guys, I share with them, you know, what to do, and what not to do. Do I follow up with them? Um, most, most of the time, no, unless they're one of my, you know, other clients or regular clients where, you know, I spend more time with them. But if they're only like a one time thing, then it's hard to follow so up I would
1: them. I would think more, do you follow up with the dudes that pay on the side or maybe come with you? 100%. Yeah. All the time. You know, have you have river round experience where like, Hey man, we don't do that that way. And you don't got to say names. I'm just saying an experience you have ran into, you know, like,
0: you know, I would say with, you know, when I'm with clients that there's, there's opportunities where like, no, you don't do that. You yes. know, we're like, for example, if there's, you know, lately we have been doing a lot of foam or fishing, you know what I mean? Where, you know, fish are on top. Yeah. If someone's getting set up on it, you know, you could see a boat kind of like angling, kind of getting ready, getting ready. No, you leave it alone. You know what I mean? But if there's a an instance where, for example, I just see a boat with no kite, no nothing, nothing's out. You know, maybe chasing them down, or they're still so far away. Yeah, I'm gonna slide in on it. You know, I mean, if they're not ready, and because I know they haven't been biting the popper, or they haven't biting any surface stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna slide in on it. And when I slide in on it, I'm still like 400, 500 yards away because you know I'm dropping my dead flyer on it. You know, but yeah, there has been times where I tell guys, no, we can't because th- those guys are already on it. You know, there's nothing you could do. But there's also there's also guys that probably are new to it have no experience, don't know any better and probably, you know, disappoint or make some of those guys unhappy. And it's mm-hmm. going to happen. And yeah. same thing, and don't get me wrong, same thing has happened to me too with non-clients, you know, what I mean, where I'm fishing something and someone cuts me off, you know, or it's someone I know and they still cut me off. <laughs> but it's like I get it you know, I get upset for like 10 seconds, whatever. But you know, I would hope that us captains, you know, have a skill set where we're able to find more fish. And I get it. Some days are really tough and you may not get a lot of those opportunities. And in those instances, I get it, man. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's really tough. You've been working all day. You finally find your fish and then, you know, someone else just slides in and just kind of puts it down for you. Yeah. in that instance, it sucks. And, and it's hard to teach that in that particular moment, unless you're on that boat with them, you know?
1: Yeah. So that's kind of your etiquette that you do is like, Hey, uh, if if you're both like 500 yards off, you're like free. It, in my sense, it's like it's
0: free, open, absolutely, season. yeah. And especially with foamer fishing too. Okay, yeah, I'll, foamer and, fishing, yeah. And even if it's foamer fishing, you know, like I'll, I'll tell you, I've gotten to situations where I see charter boats, you know, going eight knots, you know, towards the foamer, and I'm going towards the same foamer. <laughs> well, my in my mind, it's hey, first one, first one to it, you know, first one to it. And then all, of course, they always yell at me, you know, like the f you. Okay, so then
1: what? What is it? do you know what the the etiquette would be per everyone else? Like if people get mad, I'm just wondering what the, what is their etiquette? Like, do I let that boat go because it's already heading that way? at eight knots. Do I, you know what I'm saying?
0: And also who's to say who saw it first? Yeah. Like what if I saw it first and they turned on it and then now they're going for it. You know what I mean? And you know, I get blocked off or something, but it's just, you know a lot of guys call it their foamer oh you're fishing my foamer so even with that charter boat that i ran into that situation i, I sent him a private message that night i told him hey i'm going fishing tomorrow if you can kindly let me know what's your foamer i will definitely not fish it yeah you know yeah. but it's an open ocean and there's plenty of fish out there and you know but on the same time i've been beat too yes you know like I, i've gone towards a foamer i see another boat they're faster than me fuck it like, it is what it is. They're faster. Yeah, they're going to get to yeah. it first. And then you just look the other way and try to go find something else. But it's nothing to be, like, upset about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: A no, Great answer, dude. I got another one for you. This is from... There's two of these. This is from uh, Cameron McLeod. Um, cool. The first one is... Uh, I want to know who, who uh, Billy credits with teaching him the most about fishing
0: i would say when it comes to bluefin fishing um ali um, took me under him or at least he took me on my first kite trip um, i had no idea how to fly a kite i don't know anything about kites mm-hmm. um, so ali was probably one of the first persons to really walk me through it ali and jason you know i text message him and ask him you know um second person surprisingly is uh, someone in puerto vallarta you know, danny gomez um he would answer a lot of my questions. Uh, my good friend, Boo, uh, and Barnes, you know, we flew down for a trip, you know, to PV, and I didn't care if, like, you know, we caught fish. I just want to learn, like, how they're doing things, you know? Um, I
1: mean... When you were doing the kite thing, too, like, when you are learning it, what year was that?
0: 2015, 16, right around there. This is after the boat, the first boat. This is before...
1: Before, what was it? What was the first boat? you Oh, the,
0: the, Spectra, like, yeah, 12, yeah, the, the Spectra. Yeah, this was way after the Spectra, right? Okay. Yeah, way after okay. the Spectra. Yeah. yeah, yeah, way after that. So this is like 2015, 16. Okay, probably even before I had a boat, just going on friends' boat. You okay, know what you mean? just wanted to learn. You liked I just it. Just want yeah. to learn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, th- I say that's where I would credit it to. You know, I mean, I, I never went on a a big charter boat that was able to fly the kite or to be able to learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali, Jason, Barnes, Vu, Danny Gomez um uh, man I, I feel bad if i'm missing out on anybody but so, but those are the main dudes you kind of like start yeah, yeah yeah and of course a small group of friends yeah too, you know of what course I mean? of course but yeah but I, de- I definitely don't take credit in terms of like oh i started this i did no this, you know no I mean? no no but yeah i would say i would probably learn the most from them okay um here's a second
1: one it's a, it's a little long-winded fucking cameron um <laughs> here's a good one for you You've been criticized by others in the industry as being a poacher and uh, interfering with others' operations, either directly or indirectly. Uh, In the past, you have called yourself a hobbyist fisherman, yet you own an operated business with multiple boats, many subscribers, and run private boats for pay. Given that you are no longer a hobbyist in this game, how do you justify your behavior, and what is your response to the criticism you have received from others in the industry that lives... Uh, lives and dies on reputations and relationships, specifically regarding uh, regard to your interfering with other boats
0: fishing. Okay, that's a pretty uh, loaded, multi-level question, and I'll, I'll try okay. to I think you it. need
1: one of these for, to answer that. All right. I think Go, you're almost I, done I, I with got that one. one. It's
0: still, it's still full. So. Oh, you yeah. finish that one, I'm Billy. Come all. on.
1: You're finishing Soul Tall Cans last time you came.
0: I'm still driving after this. <laughs>
1: Well, there's one there for you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a long one. So, I mean, you could d- take your time and.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you know, he's absolutely right. I mean, first, I started this off, off as a hobbyist, you know, um, and it's just grown over the last couple of years. Um, I even remember mentioning to other guys, I'll never do charters, you know. Yeah. But it just kind of like opportunity kind of arose and it just kind of, you know, progressively grown with it. Um, COVID has exponentially grown the business, you know, and I'm. I'm not perfect and I'm still learning as I'm going with it. Um When hobby, you were doing
1: the COVID, did you see a little down sparrow like when it got scary?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean there, because just, I uh, feel like the podcast
1: did the same thing, like my numbers were at a certain like I was of course. like i right now I'm at thirty thousand a month then i'm COVID hit and i'm like fuck it's like twenty one thousand and i'm like that's like a year ago and then it shot back up
0: no absolutely there's a big but i think
1: everything kind of got everyone got scared for a minute right yeah
0: and everything kind of shut down and then like things just slowly kind of trickled and then when it trickled it just grew 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 i mean hey just like the stock market you know what i mean and i don't know nothing much about stocks but all i know is right time right place for me and uh you know had some pretty good plays and uh Let's just say I'm very happy for it, you know? (laughs) That little smile on your Uh, face looks like you're pretty happy. No, really? Hey, that's how I got that Freeman. (laughs) Hey, that Freeman's paid off, too. So there's no loans on any boats. That's nice, dude. Absolutely. Everything's free and clear. That's great. Um, So again, you know, back to the question. um, Gosh, the hobbyist. Yeah, I guess I do it professionally now, you know? Um, Sometimes I view myself. I can't help but to think that, I've only been in this industry for like three years, you know what I mean? Like I haven't been grandfathered in and haven't been doing it all my life. You know what I mean? It's still relatively new. I mean, I don't compare myself to, you know, any other captain, you know, I don't think I'm better than anybody. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm just another fisherman that, you know, maybe is really good at one thing, but maybe better at communicating, you know, my skills and and being able to share with others what I do. Uh, so that's part of the question right there. Um, yes, hobbyist before now, I guess, um, gosh, I feel, you know, professionally now i guess is that the proper term you know well your cat if you're you, i would think so yeah you know so like- so yeah it's a, it's a full-blown business now but this still isn't my primary business you know what i mean it's still like a secondary thing to me it's okay if this like folds and, and goes away what's I mean, your it, primary business oh i run like operations for a nutrition company e-commerce distribution Can so you yeah say
1: what nutrition company you work for
0: no it's a e-commerce so it's not a oh, you sell all kinds we sell all kinds Are you of still stuff. lifting bro no, I'm not lifting.
1: Why not? Dude, you fishing. fucked your shoulder up,
0: huh? Oh, yeah, dude, look. Oh, look at those guns, bro. Did you register oh. those fucking things? You know what? Yeah, speaking about the shoulder, um, I actually tore my rotator cuff on a fish oh, last no year. Way. And then um, at the end of the last season, I wasn't able to um, play catch with my son. Oh, so I was like, you know what? You know, I couldn't lift my arm all the that way. I was PCS. So. You still were in the sling. Yeah, I was in the sling. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I yeah. ended up having surgery this year uh, early this year. Mm-hmm. And actually they shut off my uh, physical therapy, um, because of, uh, COVID. So what did you do? So I had to like, do like, you know, home recovery and try to work the shoulder out. And, you know, I knew the season was coming up, you know, and, and, you know, just kind of deal with it. But so far it feels good. It feel great now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I Are I don't, you able to gaff? yes okay I, I mean i will say for the first like uh two months or so scary. i, I definitely yeah really scary and uh didn't have the confidence that i normally do in gaffing these fish you know because i seen
1: your videos and i'm like you told me about that and i'm like ooh man that's fucking scary i ripped mine i dropped to 90 backwards uh dumbbell oh that way yeah and i ripped it and it was like months i didn't get it fixed but it just it was repaired itself yeah. but i still have like horrible clicking
0: yeah so i mean i just don't have the time to work out right now yeah. but you know i still you know run that company and i've been there for gosh eight nine years okay you know so I mean? that's so, your main yeah that's my main gig okay you
1: know? um but back to the to the question of you want me to read it again because we get sidetracked
0: okay let me see uh yeah sure go ahead and read it. That's the <laughs> sorry sorry guys this so, is a typical
1: so, cast and crank dickhead fucking move um So you answered the first part, hobbyist fisherman. Uh, Given that you are no longer a hobbyist in this game, how do you justify your behavior and what is your response to the criticism you have received from others in the industry that lives and uh, lives and dies on reputations or relationships, specifically with uh, regard to your interfering with other boats fishing?
0: I don't see that I'm interfering with their operations. You know, I'm out there fishing, you know, my grounds or their grounds or our grounds or whatever you want to call it. You know, like the water doesn't belong to any one person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't cut people off or I don't do any anything that's ill will. I don't poach. You know, poach by definition is like, you know, f- you know, I don't do any of that. Uh-huh. Um, I can see where they're unhappy with with me sharing, you know, my reports, my numbers. And and in regards to my, my numbers that I have on my website, people get the misconception that I just sell numbers. And that's not it. You know, like I sell information my report my insight where i think they're going where they have been i say so like a fishing program what's that a
1: fishing program that maybe would be more specific yeah because i feel like you can do all of that it's everything it's numbers how to do it what to use where to go like what time you know like
0: temperature whatever maybe where you should look next you know what i mean this is Uh the pattern that i've seen in the last couple days you Mm -hmm. know so i'm sharing people my insight on these reports. it's not just fish are here xyz numbers gps go here you know there's much more that in depth that goes to it i think a lot of times people misunderstand you know some of the services that i provide so yeah in that aspect i'm probably sure they probably see more boats in the zone you know um but yeah, I'm just focused on me and my program and what I do and, and and I don't know how it affects them. And and if a new guy like me can go out there and, and crush fish, and most of these guys are better fishermen than me. Look, I said it. You know, they should mm-hmm. be crushing it right now. Crushing it, you know? I only get like a little four hour window to fish. You know, I don't have all day, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's my response to that. Yeah. That's a I mean, that's
1: a hard one, especially you've gotten some shit lately too. I think COVID, since COVID happened, huh?
0: Yeah, well, you know, the, definitely. I've the sh- seen your waves of shit. Yeah, the, the, the clientele, <laughs> like, you know grown, what I'm saying? You know? Like,
1: I, I've seen you, you getting shit and waves, and like, uh, uh,
0: and it's always like the same group of guys, you know what I mean? And like, I just, you know, I just block all of it, you know. But a lot of times, surprisingly, I'm not on social media that much because I'm just so busy doing everything else. You yeah. Know? I just post up, and then I get guys that text me, and say, "Hey, did you hear what X Y Z said about you?" I was like, "No." <laughs> hey,
1: I've I- I'm gotten busy. that. I've you know gotten I mean? that before like, on myself. Like, hey. Yeah. Did you hear what they said on their
0: thing? And I'm like, nah. So when I look and then, I get real fucking mad. So I mean, that's nah. because you know, like sometimes I catch three fish and I bounce. I'm like, dude, those other guys, they're killing it. You know what I mean? So if I'm doing well, I mean, I would assume they're probably doing well too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what do you think it is that that like they their spots? You know what I'm saying? So like you know when you're you're approaching or you're you're. you're You're poaching their spot, not like actually poaching fish their spot. Like, what is what is your spot? I mean, that's to me, took to you. To me, what would, what would, uh, I'm sorry, to you, what would the spot be like? Like, your definition.
0: Like, to me, that sounds like if you're like on anchor or something and like, you know, it'd be a reef or something. It's like, yeah, yeah, everyone could fish that reef, right? Well, I mean, that's one way to look at it, but yeah, if a sport boat's on or something, they're catching fish and you're trying to slide in on that. Yeah, you can't do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, if a, you know, if boats like, on a patty or whatever and then you know you can't just encroach on them you know what i mean but um but yeah there, there's so many loose rules on it you know and uh, i certainly don't poach them yeah but the, these dudes think that
1: you're taking their numbers or something like that right i mean that's the hard part is like i get i get the argument on both sides so i listen to then, it and, then, and, and and i don't know enough to go like yeah you're right or he's or. well i'm yeah. like i don't fucking know but to me it it doesn't make sense sometimes. Okay, you know. Then what about fish dope? If someone like, like wants fi- to pay for fucking shit, like I said at the beginning, they fucking can pay for it. I don't give a shit what they do. Um, do they have a plane driving around? Or at the fish dope plane driving around looking for? Fucking uh, I mean, up? I don't. You know? No, I mean? I mean fish dope. Yeah, they do. You're right. I mean, yeah. they but, got but the money to do it. It's like fucking. That's nobody's phone. Or I don't know. And that's the thing is like I guess if you're out there doing the homework and you see something that you heard you saw like you put it out but a lot of people go well billy didn't see it billy did this this and this i don't know what's true
0: yeah i mean you know, what I'm you know? like so and i'm sure you know a lot of times you know we, we all fish the same area yeah and then it, if i share it then it's obviously my fault yeah. you know so
1: like it's hard, that yeah, gets hard I, yeah i
0: don't think there's a right answer you know it's always a no. gray, it'll always be a gray area <laughs> you know
1: and that's the thing with fishing i think there's just too many clicks too many different um
0: personalities Groups you know, and personalities yeah. and egos and uh they all don't get along right yeah <laughs> and yeah i still don't really have anything negative to say about anyone you that's know I good mean? so
1: that's good um the uh the freeman what's the charter on the uh how much is the charter about? if you want
0: a uh, 5200 on the freeman wow but that's i mean if you think about it how it's quick six people doing. yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's same what thread. does a
1: six-pack usually go for
0: okay i don't know you know what i mean the only oh, thing i'm not I'm, trying to yeah. like attack you uh, or no no um i just base it off of the parker at 26 with three people you know and then i just double it for six people that's not doesn't seem like uh, a bad fucking deal yeah so it's same price it's just because a parker the trip
1: is about 22 to 26 right 26 yeah i mean for yeah, the for market mo- most, going rate yeah
0: yeah so yeah so you just double it for the double the people yeah yeah So great. i mean
1: yeah that's awesome yeah like i i would think like like i said if i wanted to fucking fish quick like fucking I'll do it, you know, like, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's it's different, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know the West Coast isn't used to, like, you know, obviously that price range or that kind of boat, you know, but it's the only Freeman on the West Coast. It's quite the experience, you know? I mean, all the guys that go on it's like, dude, the boat ride was worth it, you know? Yeah, or, you yeah. Know, going 55 on the water, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I I agree 100%, man. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: it's been fun, you know what I <laughs> mean? Just, if anything, I'm just grateful. Yeah. You know what I mean? You grateful be, to- I
1: mean, no, uh, to be able to buy a boat outright like that, like, it's amazing
0: yeah and i wanted to buy my own boat i didn't want to work for someone and do that I yeah to, i want to run my own program you know i have another one this one is
1: on facebook so let me find it really quick sorry this is from daniel lucero um What is the key to a positive fishing attitude for a client when the bite seems to be non-existent after spending and looking forward to a productive outing, uh, beforehand? What is your approach when fishing a new area of water? Uh, that what are some things, what are some things a factor besides current temp, such as when the flat to fly the kite or drop a flat fall on baits?
0: Great question. Well, Ugh, man, I hate those days where we're searching for hours and hours and hours, but I think you just have to pay attention to some of the subtle details, you know. Um, having a good set of binos, you know, I always try to tell a private boater guys that's probably the main thing you should have. You know, your your starter sets are those Fujinons. And then uh, if you're able to afford some of the more expensive Frasers, you know, then those are a great set to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we have not seen too much meter fish compared to the previous years maybe we've seen a little bit in the last like two weeks or so but for the most part all year do we haven't seen them on a meter you know so we look for other signs you know whether it's just looking in the binos and seeing one bird you know flying flying and then they tip their wings to the side and then you know taking a look at the surface so yeah I'm looking at shiners you know like just looking for a little flash on the water so I think it's a uh, and again I mentioned these things on my reports whether it's like hey you know, don't focus so much on your meter, you know, kind of keep your eyes open. And I know you may not find stuff, but it's some of the most subtle signs that may lead you to the success that you're looking for. You know, um, for the most part in terms of like a dead flyer or a flat fall, um, I just have so much confidence in in the dead flyer that we, you know, we actually don't, I haven't dropped one single flat fall all year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not one. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure that method works, you know what I mean? But that's just not what I do in my program. I know some guys that are really good at it.
1: But do you think that like your your big fish are produced by the flyer? Not 100%. 100%. The you're not going to catch them on the flat fall that big?
0: I'm not going to say you're not going to catch it. I'm just saying we feel more confident in the dead flyer, and that's what we predominantly use the most. How many do you go through on a trip, you think? I bring 10 per trip. 10? 10. 10. <laughs> Yeah, do we go through so much <laughs> hey, that's tackle, gear, balloon? Bro. Absolutely. Fucking those flyers ain't cheap, you know. Like, yeah, I, I, and I don't reuse them. So here, look, I tell this to my clients. I was like, I don't reuse flyers. Like, just because you brought it out on a trip, you know, they kind of get thawed out a little bit. Do they're done? Like, oh, can't, if
1: you don't use them, so you only use five? Yeah, you so throw the other, other fucking yeah.
0: I mean, I, I have saved them, brought them for another trip just in case if it's like yeah, full speed wide open. Yeah, but I feel like for your best chance possible the fresher bait you know does does better than like old bait so again because my clients so when you say
1: fresh you're like one time frozen correct okay
0: so you know obviously because you know i charge a higher rate i expect everything to be like top notch whether it's new gear new reels all the time new line new hooks how about this i don't reuse hooks one time one time one time no i mean
1: i mean it's it's if people like if you like that's a thing to explain to people too like i mean if if people are shitting on you but you don't need to yeah i mean mean, that's that's just my belief you know like
0: i feel like if i'm a customer and and i'm fishing with billy or you know i'm I'm fishing with a you know like a a high-end operation you know like i expect the best and that's and that's how i treat things you know what i mean yeah um, all my spinning rods All Stellas You know what I mean Like multiple Talica 50s Multiple electrical reels You know Are like, you
1: using uh, What rod are you Seeker
0: Seeker yeah okay. Seeker's been a You know a big support You know and uh, Their product just stands up You know what I mean So it stands up to these big fish
1: And you're using uh, Talicas Or uh, Stellas for spinning rods
0: Yeah you know Cause yeah. it's, it's easier to cast You know what I mean I know a lot of
1: for so the poppers and stuff I
0: started using that stuff Back in like 15, 16 You know what I mean There's a lot of shit About west coast You know You shouldn't use <laughs> Coffee grinders You know what I mean <laughs> But the fact of the matter is, you know... Have you gone to the East Coast and fish at all? No, not yet. Not yet. Really? Yeah, I've just been so busy. That maybe maybe yeah. I'll get there one day, you know? But yeah, I mean, for you got to think from a client perspective. I get it, you know? Like, some of these good guys, jigslingers, dude, they're great at it. But you got to look at a, at a client's per- perspective, you know? Like, most people get nervous and excited and overly excited. And when they cast that conventional reel, myself done. included, <laughs> done. You know? Are like you using uh,
1: Trinx 500?
0: No, I actually don't have any tranks. I actually have a couple of Trinidad DCs I let people use. Really? Yeah.
1: I I like I'm just starting to throw jigs. So I I've, I've been using I've been using my Abu I got from uh Decker. Like it's an Abu sixty. It's a big one. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've been using it's that a nice with the power handle yeah. on it. Yeah. But uh I would I'm I'm such a bait like a bass guy, I would probably yeah. just use a fucking well, I'm sure I get shit for it. Hey, idiot, fucking
0: not using a yeah, conventional, just, you know, like, ah, whatever, like, whatever. Like, whatever you feel comfortable with, yeah, you know right? what I mean? So, it's efficient. you know? <laughs> the fishing is, you know, there's no right answer to a lot of things. You right, know what I mean, I mean you, you
1: learn as you go, especially yeah. you. Absolutely. Doing this for three years, I mean, like, you've learned, you've chartered for
0: two, three years. Yeah, three, two and a half, three, wow. whatever wow. you want to call Dude. it, you know? and That's crazy. And being able to grow from, like, nothing to well, something. What do you think you've
1: grown over those three years, like, clientele, like, repeat
0: clientele? I mean, this year, I would say repeat was 65% of the business. That's great. And next year, I anticipate probably around like 80% of the business. And then I figure, I mean, if these Bluefin are still around, you know, the following year, then, you know, there's going to be a point where there's not going to be as many new clients anymore. You what know?
1: are you going to do after the Bluefin?
0: I don't know. Is that it? Um, no, like to me, it's like... Are you only fishing bluefin? Is that the goal? So I I get that question a lot. You know, like people ask, well, what are you going to do when the bluefin leave? And uh, my answer to that is, you know, I'm still a fisherman. Um, However, I I definitely think I would tone down things in terms of like charter wise, you know, Um, I won't be doing, you know, as much of the other stuff, but I'll have a core group of clientele that we've built great rapport over the years that they just want to fish with me. Like regardless of of calico bass, barracuda, yellowtail, whatever, they just want to, you know, be able to fish with me or fish with a boat, mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, that's that's my answer for now, but that answer could change, you know what I mean? I mean, a lot of things have been changing over the past couple of years, you know. Do you so, love um, fishing that as much as you
1: love bluefin, though? Like, that's what your love is, bluefin.
0: That's where my attention is right now, but I still love fishing in general.
1: Yes, that's so, the question it's like, do you would you enjoy fishing yellowtail or white sea bass as much as you enjoyed?
0: I do when the bluefin aren't around, but when they're here. Then <laughs> that then, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, It's just my attention to it somewhere else. Yeah. I mean? so. No,
1: I get it 100. percent. I mean, like when I went yellowfin fishing, it was it was fun, but I just love calico so much. Yeah, it's just my shit. You know,
0: you and got your jam, bro. Right. It's all good. There's no wrong answers, man. It's fishing. You know what I mean? Do you think you'll buy another boat
1: like our expanded no, fleet? That's no, it. you're no. good.
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. You yeah, know, we, we don't know. I mean, ideally, I'd probably just like to run like one or two. You know what I mean? We don't know what we're gonna do with the third boat. I mean, I don't know, maybe some young kid wants to come up and wants to learn the ropes and have a boat provided for him, you know? Yeah. Um, not, but for not? the most part, I don't plan on expanding. At least that's what I'm saying for now. I mean, it's, it's more than enough work than what I'm doing. I mean, the website has been doing extremely well. So then I can back off on charters and then I can. Has that
1: uh, jumped up in the last year since you've been here? The website, the, uh, like actual members? I'd say quadruple. No way. That's amazing, dude. Yeah. So, so very,
0: very grateful. You know?
1: Yeah, right? But yeah, you're planning on guys. doing one of them live live things when everything opens up? Like where you could do seminars? Oh, semimality? yeah, 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 the yeah. live seminars?
0: Absolutely, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, do more of those and show people, you know, um, give them uh, more tools to have a great experience, you know, on the water. And yeah, I get it. I mean, new guys or guys who are new to this, they may not know where to go, and and they just don't have the time to put in the dues. You know, like, here, I'll just name a client, John Staniland, mm-hmm. okay? Um, he's a high-end realtor with homes averaging from like 50 to $40 million. This dude never stops working seven days a week, never lets off the pedal. Like he doesn't have time for that one day he gets to go fish out of the month. To go search for it, you know what I mean? I mean, it's easy for him just to, hey, you know, can you give me a starting point? Let me know where to go. Or most of the time, you know, he hires me to go with him, you know what I mean? (laughs) It makes it quicker, yeah. I think he's got like 18 big bluefin this year. Shit, On every single trip, he's got multiple fish, you know what I mean? And it's with his kids. You know, his kids are out of town. and, And for the stars to align for him and his kids, like, I'm sorry, but some of these guys don't have the time to put in the dues. Yeah, and maybe that's kind of like an old school thinking, you know what I mean? Yeah. But but that's why there's fish dope. That's why there's my side. That's that's why there's Dave site side. Yes, you know? yes. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my no. Perspective I mean on that, that that's
1: like you and and uh, Dave. No one else really does what you guys do, kind of right? No, fish dope. I mean,
0: but but it's not personal. Polite. Yeah, but fish dope is great. I mean, they they post numbers, straight GPS <clears throat> numbers from up and down the coast for all bites. Mine's just one tiny little thing yeah, yeah you know what i mean and sure i get a lot of heat for it but gotta have a little bit of thick skin in this industry and uh, <laughs> just continue to do what i do man i mean like for me like i don't have time to pay attention to it and things have been doing so well i mean like i said the e-commerce yeah yeah the, the new members you know like texting the new members all the time helping people you know get dialed in and all that stuff you know i agree so it's been great man it's been fun yeah you've growing been
1: a huge help to this podcast as well man i Very appreciate cool. it yeah like, thanks for having me on man you're uh you're I think your episode's number 2. Cool. Yeah, most listen. Cool. So if we could push that back up to number 1, huh?
0: We'll do it. <laughs> nah, that's all good. Man. people here, you know, they hear if they, they don't if they don't and you know, I just want to always first and foremost say thank you to to all the fans, you know, and I may not have been able to respond to everyone via email or DMs. Mm-hmm. I think there's like 90 something DMs I haven't responded Shit. to. There's I couldn't imagine a couple hundred emails. There's 47 tags i mean I, I try my best you know yeah. and, and trying to yeah. juggle that with family time you know and that's why I, I charge for my service because you know my my time is valuable you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's what it's worth you know yeah
1: and i feel like you're you're a businessman i'm gonna say that absolutely like, I feel like you are so you kind of run things the, the way your mind is for a business absolutely you know what I'm saying? so i appreciate you coming back on the podcast thanks for having Jay. me it's been a nice one all right. Uh, I hope everything goes well and next year you get all booked up, man.
0: Yeah, sounds good. I all appreciate right. it. Thank all you. you. You're welcome. All right.